Hey everybody, welcome to the GMB Show. Today's episode, got my boy Mike Fitch with me, co-hosting. How you doing, brother? What's up, Brian Hurst? Always good to see you, my man. Too, man. So, for those of you who don't know Mike Fitch, uh, you can just leave right now. Uh, where have you been? No. Uh, Mike Fitch, Animal Flow, but not just Animal Flow. What else you got going on, Mike? Well, uh, we got Animal Flow. We have uh, Global Body Weight Training. This year, actually within the next 10 days or so, we have a new program called Body Weight Athlete. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, we'll be talking more about that in a future show. Let's go ahead and get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about injuries. I mean, let's be honest. No one wants to be injured. Mike and I have both gone through some pretty major injuries, to be honest, and we're still alive and we're still training and we're actually better than ever thanks to that. And I say thanks to it because there's a couple ways you can look at it. You can look at it as something that's horrible and you can get down in yourself and, you know, really actually make the injury worse by mentally letting yourself get into the injury or you can work around that injury, get better, learn from it and then actually thrive from it. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. You want to go ahead and start with it, go a little bit into maybe your journey through the injury and uh, some things that you did in order to help you. Yeah, absolutely. I would love, there, there's nothing I love more than pain. Yes. It's, it's such it's an excellent, excellent, clear, clear message and such an, an amazing feature. Uh, so my <laughs> issue, the, the, the issue that I had about a year and a half ago, and I, I mentioned this in a post, you know, recently, which was anyone that's been following any of my stuff has not known this, but they've been watching me go through a very secret and painful rehabilitation process. This was something that started about a year and a half ago, and it was a cervical, which for anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's just neck. So it was a neck issue. It was diagnosed as a degenerative disc issue and a disc herniation. So the way that that showed up is one day I'm hanging out, I'm driving, and I start to feel my pec on this side start to spasm. And then I don't realize it, but it shuts off. The next day, my lat does the same thing. The next day, my tricep does the same thing. It's not until I go to do a handstand push-up and I almost fall and break my nose and teeth do I realize that these muscles are no longer working. So that progressed a couple of weeks later into being numb all day long and then losing function and then eventually going from numb to being to feeling like it's being crushed in a vice all day long. So needless to say, it was not a very nice experience. It was psychologically one of the most devastating things I'd ever dealt with. Um, more so for the fact that I was still on the road. I was still teaching workshops. I was still presenting. I had to very quickly figure out how to work towards my strengths and figure out how to create all these compensatory patterns to still be able to demo and do what I needed to do to continue to teach, knowing that I was working at literally 50%. Not only in the way that this arm was no longer functioning, but also in the way that I was breathing, my diaphragm was affected, my intercostals or the muscles between my rib cape, my ribs were uh, affected. So everything was shut down. I had to literally go back to the beginning of animal flow, learn how to crawl again. I had to go back to the beginning of all my calisthenics and body weight exercises and start from scratch every single day was a new chapter. Every single day, I would have to see where I was at that day. Some days, I would take a couple steps forward. The next day, I would take a couple steps back. And it was something to where, just like we mentioned before, pain became an amazing teacher, and it became a very loud message. 
And as much as I wanted to get back to where I was and as much as my ego was going, man, you used to be able to do some really cool stuff. Now you can't do shit. Yeah. That was probably one of the biggest factors of the entire thing is just going, you know what? This is going to be a long road. This is going to be something that's going to take a lot of time. And as much as we want it now, I need to look at this thing as hopefully I'll be back in the next year. Hopefully I'll be back in the next two years. Hopefully I'll be better than that three years later. And that opens up that whole conversation of, you know, what are our timelines and what are our expectations? You know, because so often we want everything now and we have to really look at, well, God willing, I'll have a very long life ahead of me. So why am I so freaked out and and over over hyped up about I need to get this thing right now? So it was just a really raw experience of going, look, Mike, we're going to put you in check right now. Your body, life, the universe, whatever is going to put you in check. And you're going to get the ability and the pain in the ass of going back and relearning all of your programs, going back and relearning every single exercise progression and regression very intimately and then coming out on the other side of that. And I can tell you, Ryan, man, you know, we've trained together Uh, in California when I was still going through this in a big way. And it's been a very long year and a half. And I'm just now getting back to where almost to where I was previous or prior to the Mm -hmm. injury. But I can tell you now that getting back to some of the movements I was doing before, I'm way better at them now. My quality of movement is a thousand times better. You know, and I can see that too. And, you know, I remember when you told me, you know, way back when this happened, you know, you didn't tell too many people, but I'm glad that confided in me and I remember you going through this and remember you know there were times you're just like oh man I I just got this back had it maybe been somebody else you know kind of like oh I'm able to actually move my shoulder now and I can start to feel it and you know for us I was like yeah all right but it's the it's those little baby steps and remember the cool thing was that you didn't slip into the stream of negativity kind of like woe is me what the hell kind of thing going on it was like all right this is a chance for me to go back and figure out exactly what's going on and then get stronger. And just like you said, when we were in San Diego and we were working out, what we're doing, like, let's just be honest, we're doing three day, you know, three times a day, right? So that's what mm-hmm. we're doing. We're getting up, hitting it in the morning, going, you know, once again, and then in the afternoon we're doing it. But it wasn't in a way that was breaking you down. It was building you up because thanks to this injury, then you knew exactly where your body was and you went back to the beginning and rebuilt it. You know, just like what you said, I see, you know, your movements now. I think they're a lot better than they were before. And I think it's forced you to go back and take a look at that foundation, at the, at the very basic moves again. And look at them from a different place because let's let's just be honest, it's not that you've gone back down to the basics. It's when you re, you know, evaluated the basics, it was a higher level. As far yeah. as, you know, cognitive uh, level. And so, yeah, I think it's just absolutely wonderful. Um, not that you're, you're right. injured, but I mean, the fact that you could take this injury and make it a positive. And I, and let's be honest, I mean, really, this is pretty much where bodyweight athlete came from, I'm assuming, you know, just for the fact that it forced you to go back and look at things of how can you build your body up into a way that's, for lack of a better term, bulletproof. You know, I don't want to say injury proof because we're all going to end up getting injuries someday, at least trying to make our body as strong as possible so that when injuries happen, uh, they're not as bad. Well, you're absolutely right. It was it was the catalyst and it was the impetus for the bodyweight athlete. And of course, we can talk more about that in our next yeah, show. Well, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right when you said you have a choice. 
So when you're when you're given the opportunity or the obstacle of dealing with an injury and you can decide, all right, I'm either going to be, you know, let this really rule my life and I'm going to be a victim of this mm. or I'm going to see it as an opportunity to yeah. really get deeper into my body. And my whole philosophy, and I'm a huge advocate of that idea that every day that you spend in your body, you should know it that much better. You should know how to use it and know how it works. And to have something like that to where you have to go back and man, in my own journey, I had to go back and I had to take a very multidisciplinary approach to my injury because yeah, look, it was a, a degenerative disc issue. It is and, and a, uh, uh, a herniation, but at the same time, man, our bodies are so smart and they create the most creative compensations right. to deal with injury yeah. to take the path of least resistance. And that's just, that's how our body is designed. It's so miraculous. So I had to go back and I had to retrain my breathing patterns. I had to go back. I had to look at soft tissue. I had to look at gait pattern, how I walked. I had to look at postural distortions that I may have picked up over time. I had to go back and, and, and look at how I visualized the, my perception of myself and the way that I moved and worked out and all those things. It, it, I could have easily gone, oh man, I'm screwed. That's yeah. it. I'm, I'm disabled. I'm, I'm done. You know, could have done a lot of great stuff, but you know, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. eat Cheetos all day. But <laughs> it really did. It, it forced me to, to consult some really amazing friends like yourself. I have such a great bank of just super uber intelligent people that I've had the pleasure of working with over the years doing workshops and, and, and speaking circuits. So I was able to kind of consult with some really amazing people, all get their takes on what was going on. That was great, man. But it really, it took the time of me just being in my own body, yeah. you know, and, and no one else can tell you what's going on with you the way that you can start to figure it out for yourself. Exactly. And that's so powerful. That's such an empowering idea to know that you have the ability to heal yourself if you learn how to listen. Exactly. And I think that I think that's the big point there is this awareness. And this is something, you know, I like to talk about a lot is awareness. What is going on? in your body right now. And another thing too, it's not just your body, but it's the mind because you play tricks on yourself, trying to get yourself out of things. And when you have an injury, that is probably the most important time to take a step back and say, all right, I might've screwed my shoulder up or might've screwed my knee or my hip up, but what can I do in order to stay positive, stay on track, make sure that I'm not only getting done what needs to get done for the knee injury or the shoulder injury, but also taking a look at the rest of my body because it's holistic. Just because you've got a knee injury doesn't mean that you stop with the rest of your body because it's going to be affected. And, you know, good examples when I had my shoulder completely torn out uh, during that judo match, I had a reconnected surgery. And the big thing that got me, of course, I was working on my shoulder. But the biggest thing was my posture because I was protecting myself so much thinking that, you know, whenever I'd walk, someone would bump into my shoulder. So I ended up getting this hunch, mm -hmm. hunched back, and it affected everything I did. And I remember that when I was going to rehab, I couldn't sit straight and pull my feet up off the ground without falling to the side to side. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to get back to simply being able to get into this nice posture. And the interesting thing is I remember trying to use my right arm again and pouring coffee, instead of doing this to pour the coffee, I remember I fell into this habit <laughs> of using the rest of my body. But just like what you're saying, I mean, this is also a good way to find how to work around the injury. And this is a big thing. You know, we in GMB, we get questions all the time. All right, I was working muscle ups and, and I, you know, I ripped my callus and I'm not able to do this. Oh, what should I do? And, I, you know, freak out. I can't do muscle ups. Well, hey, you know what? 
you're going to be fine. Work around that injury. Figure out what else you need. And I guarantee you, most of the time, it's going to be flexibility. Well, you, you brought up a couple of really great points there. Um, one of them is the whole idea of regress to progress. Whenever you're dealing with yeah. injuries, pain is such a loud message in the body and it encompasses everything. It overrides everything else. And if you experience a painful shoulder and every time you do pressing movements, you experience mm. the same pain. Well, guess what? If you don't address that and you don't take a back seat and address that and maybe take a couple of steps of regressions, then that pain becomes chronic pain. And then that pain is your bad shoulder for the rest of your life. When your body's giving you a very clear message, hey, bro, there's something going on here that you need to address. Mm. And then if you actually listen to that message and go, okay, you know what? Probably if I either, like you said, give it a little rest, work on some other areas of my body that more than likely need work mm. or come back and say, okay, if this load or this particular angle or this particular progression is causing a painful response, then it's a negative message in my body. You will not be able to progress with negative or bad information. Mm. The body uses these little great files, these neural engrams of good information. If you're teaching an, in an engram or you're creating a file that says this is ouchy, this is painful, your body's going to go, you know what? That's not quality information. I can't use that to build either more mass or more skill or anything on top of that. So what I learned most above everything else is, okay, if this is what used to be what considered my practice exercise, I may need to take a two or three step regression to the point to where, guess what, I'm not experiencing pain. Mm. And now my body goes, okay, this is a safe place. I can continue to repair here. If I go two steps too far and I go, ouchie, that's pain, then now that's a negative symbol, signal. And now my body goes, I'm going to shut down. I'm going to put on the parking brake. I'm not going to progress. So just that little like that little biofeedback mechanism of going, man, is this painful? Even though I used to be able to do this exercise and now it causes pain, guess what? Trash the ego, man. Yeah. Throw it in your back pocket and just take a couple steps back and go, you know what? This is rebuilding for me. This is positive. This is good information. My body can use good information. Pain is not a good file. And that's it. It's that ego. And, and let's just throw it out there because this is where people get in trouble. You know, they think, oh, well, you know, I, I should be able to do this. Well, no, if your body is telling you that you can't do it, listen, you can't do it. Step back. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. You know, we all go through that. I think that on a daily basis, this happens too. You know, yesterday you might have been able to do something and the next day, I'm not talking about DOMS, you know, just the body being sore, but actual something going on in the body where it's like, hey, you need to take a look at this. It could be you need to go to a doctor, have it mm -hmm. checked out. You know, maybe you need an MRI, you know, whatever. Get that shit looked at. Get the okay to be training when you go back. Take it down a couple levels to be, mm -hmm. to even start with, you know, and build back up. I think, to be perfectly honest, I mean, you can look at this as cycles as well, especially with what we're doing. You know, it's not, it's not a way of gauging exactly how much weight we're putting on the bar. That's not it. So we need to have a better understanding of what's going on in our body so that we can make this progress and then understand that there are days where you're going to have to regress in order to get stronger. And so... I think that's really the big message there, which you, you know, brought up. It's like taking a step back, really figuring out. And this is why I like to use assessments every single day. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, in, in my practice, it's where is my body today? Mm -hmm. you know, two days ago, I might have been able to do my whatever the hell I was doing and it 
felt great. But I don't want to just jump back into it. I need to figure out, is my body ready to be doing that? And especially if I've had an injury, you know, mm-hmm. I, I still I still look at my shoulder and I still test my shoulder all the time. Even though, yeah, I had it sewed back on and I feel great. You know, anytime somebody cuts into you, it's, it's not going to be 100% later. So uh, be sure to check your body, figure out what's going on. Get and help if you need it. Just just to mention that when, when we're talking about high skill level exercises, so when we're talking about skill acquisition and all the stuff that you and I both do is focused strongly around skill, about yeah. acquiring yeah. skill. Yeah. So when we're talking about skill acquisition, just the practice of a movement, of a handstand, of a muscle up, of a lever is a very high neural load mm-hmm. on the body. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that, that our muscles can take a tremendous amount of beating. Like we can beat the hell out of our muscles. Our nervous system, not so much. Our nervous system fatigue can set in very deep and it can take much longer to repair itself. So whenever you're looking and you're, let's say, let's use a handstand for an example. And let's say that you're just getting to the point to where you're starting to be able to lock in your handstand and you're starting to find a balance point. And as you know, hand balancing can be so elusive. But let's say that one day you're on point You go to practice two days later and you can just not even find a balance point at all. You have to kind of acknowledge that. And instead of going, oh, man, I just had this two days ago. What the hell? I'm so mad. Just take a second back and go, all right, man, there are so many factors that have to to beautifully coincide and line up. The stars have to be in the right alignment. You know, I have to have slept. I have to be hydrated. What is the rest of my training split? Did I get an argument with my girlfriend or boyfriend? Did I, you know, have a test that I didn't study for? Mm -hmm. You have to understand that there are all these factors that play a role in this skill that you're trying to perform. And so one, when was the last time that you performed that skill? Maybe you're not, you're not repaired yet. Maybe that you're not recovered yet. So maybe you're trying to, to do this very, high neural load exercise and your body's like, man, I haven't even recovered from our last session. <laughs> but you can't feel it the way that you can feel domes, like you said. Yeah, so do, so yeah. muscle soreness, it's not the same way as neural fatigue. Mm-hmm. So you may have to look at it and go, man, maybe I'm not recovered from the last time I tried to do this skill. Or on the other side of that spectrum going, man, maybe I haven't practiced enough. You know, So then you can look at it and go, maybe I'm not getting adaptation and super compensation because I'm not being consistent enough with my practice. There you go. Or yeah. maybe I'm overtraining. There's just so many different factors involved, you know? And I, you know, and that's where I'm kind of coming back to this assessment kind of thing. And you know, what we talk about a lot is that auto-regulation. I've got a plan for, I, I say plan, but I've got a idea of where I'm going in my practice, but I'm not like, oh, I've got to get these numbers. And if I don't get it this day and you know, no, man, it's like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what's going on with my body. I do it, but I allow myself to be able to adjust it accordingly, depending upon that day. You know, I don't want to let it affect me because, you know, another thing too, and I keep coming back to this mental thing, is just like you said, when you're in a handstand, if you get all negative, oh shit, what the hell's going on? I can't do it. Huh? That's not going to be helping for your next attempt in the handstand. And so my big thing, I like to say, it is what it is. You look at it, but what it is for that day, try and think just what you said. What are the other factors involved here that could be playing into this? You know, this goes with injury. This goes with everything that's going on in your life. When we look at injury, you know, you do have that choice. You can look at it as a negative setback or you can look at it as an opportunity to learn more about yourself to understand why that actually happened if it happened to be something that you have control over. But if you're just doing something stupid, 
you know, let's say I have no idea, but let's say you're, you're maybe working at a level that's just way beyond your capacity because you saw Mike do something on a video and you're like, I'm going to try that. I, I tried it once, but I couldn't get it. So I'm going to try it again. Kind of thing. You know, you end up, as I like to say, breaking your shit. Well, that's not cool. You know, so uh, put the ego to the side. Make sure that you're working at a at a pace and a level that's good for you. Yeah, and there's two parts of that that I want to add. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, go ahead. Just the two parts. The one part of that is very rarely are injuries impact related. A lot of time injuries are due to all of the hours that you're either spending in a faulty postural position or overuse syndrome to where you're going and you're just loading that pattern over and over and over again with really shit form. And so your body's eventually going to break down. The problem is we always associate it with, oh man, I went to pick up that loaf of bread and my shoulder exploded. Uh, Probably it did not. Probably it was all those hours and repetitions that accumulated that led up to that. Of doing it with shitty form. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So doing it with shitty form. And I, I encourage people to think about what they're doing, it's, it's great to think to be tuned in with your body when you are practicing or when you are working out. But even just doing check-ins throughout the day and going, man, wh- where am I in space? Have I been doing this for like 12 hours? You know, like where, what have I been doing with my body all the rest of the hours and the seconds of the day? And that, that stuff adds up, man. That stuff adds up. And then that plays a huge role in how you want your body to actually perform when you do load it with exercise. And then the other part of that was whenever you're exercising at, let's say, a progression that's too much for you. So let's say that you're going to kick up into a human flag and you go to kick up into a human flag and you're like hold like for 0.5 seconds you can like almost get your your elbows extended not quite and you're like really long lever position guess what man that's not good information your body cannot use that information to create human flag file so that's where i i and that's what a lot of this new program is about but that's just you know dealing with my own injury is knowing like man you have to regress the progress. Yes. You have to give your body this these little digestible bites of good information where it's like, okay, I can do this for a certain amount of time. Cool. What's the next step? Now I can do this. Okay, cool. What's the next step? But I think people have the tendency to be like, man, I want to learn how to do that skill. I'm going to go try it. Or, I can't do that. I'm going to go do this. Uh, I can't do that. I'm going to go do this. Yep. Or, oops, I get hurt. There goes my spine. There yep. goes my hip. There goes my whatever. And I have no idea why that happened. What, why yeah. this happened? <laughs> and I'm just going to throw this out there. It is not about the Facebook, Instagram, photo screw that okay take a step back work up to being able to do work up to being able to look like mike fitch i can't do it i'm still trying i'm still you know it's tough she's tough imagine how much i pay my stunt double (laughs) yeah i don't want to i don't want to harp on it too much but uh really listen to what's going on in your body and and if, if you want to get somewhere, if you want to do, you can do it. You really can, but you just got to be smart about it. And being smart means having a better understanding of your body where you currently are. And that goes from a day to day basis. So be smart, everybody, when you're doing it. And, uh, one of these days you can look like my pitch. Okay. Ah! That's it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will be chatting with Miguel Fitch very soon about the bodyweight athlete program that is coming out. Uh, before that, I'm sure we'll be doing another show together. It's always a pleasure, man. Look forward to talking with you again very soon. Everyone, check us out over on iTunes and uh, rate us. I have to be careful how I say that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we do have this on an app. If you do have an iPhone, you can go ahead and uh, check this out on the app. All right, thanks for listening. Until next time. 
For more great info, join us over at gmb.io. And be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.